Hello, are you here for this week's episode too? Okay, cool. Come join us. I'm Rika. I'm Mish. I'm Al, and this is our podcast, Wallflowers. In this season, we'll be inviting over some new friends, bringing you brand new art talk, and of course, continuing our journey of late night conversations and epiphanies. Let's go! I click record. Ha! I also. Okay. Hello. <laughs> oh wow, Hello. we're just going straight in today. <laughs> Sorry, there's a bug crawling on my desk, but we're just gonna let it. I, I don't wanna kill it. Say hello. Oh, just smush it with your finger. <laughs> that was my nice. tissue. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, we're back with another episode, and I'm back with another question. <laughs> Why would you say another like that? Another Why are you one. My, the way that I'm talking. I don't know. Are you mocking me? No. Oh, is that yeah. why it sounds so familiar? Maybe it is the Rika accent. Hey, no, know. that is not the Rika accent. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I can't you, do it again now. Huh? <laughs> an- another, another one? You we're back with another one. Oh, is it because like in the <laughs> intro, I'm like, conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize, but then in the intro, it's like, 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 conversations or something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if you guys listen to it, but like, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize. I don't think it. Like, it's oh. on there, so like, oh my god, uh-huh. so dumb. Oh my god. Now everyone's gonna go back. Yeah. <laughs> to conversation. Oh my god. Late night conversation. <laughs> 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 You're <just a> goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like goofy. That's a good impression. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's bad. Can you guys do any impressions? I can't do uh-huh. any. I'm jealous of people who can. I don't think so. I can't do any either, I think. Wait, you could do the Mario. Oh, yeah. Mario it's thing. Like, you can do the Mario. I don't know if it'll capture in the mic. Do, 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 do. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably captured it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like... I don't think I can. I can imitate people, but nobody would know who the people I would mm. imitate are. Oh, but, right, right. You can imitate oh, me. You could. Or you can That's maybe true. do Mish. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes it's like visually better. Like I don't know if I can like visually, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can't just like. Can you see through this? Can you th- see through your earbuds? Um, <laughs> see through. <No. laughs> okay, so the question of the day. Oh, she just cuts it off like that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what kind of thing yeah. is that? How <laughs> you just cracked? You. Oh, it's a chaotic <laughs> intro today. It's like a quick, quick transition. You know how like okay, okay. okay we're just cutting. There's like different transitions. There's no, uh-huh. there's no fancy way. It's just we're getting straight into it. Okay. <laughs> question it's of boring. the day. <laughs> if you're five, okay. Well, well, oh, okay. Well, the question isn't boring though. Well. If your five-year-old self suddenly found themselves inhabiting your current body, what will your five-year-old self do first? Yeah. Wow. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. I like so if my five year old me, mm-hmm. like my my brain was five years old. Yeah. Honestly, I'd probably check to see if I have boobs. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, I probably you know? I think I would like would have like like looked down first you know? to see like what my body oh, would look like. You're right. Either that or I didn't think yeah, about that. Or like uh-huh. go out somewhere. 
Um, yeah, you know when kids try to act like adults, it's probably going to be like what I'll mm. probably do. Yeah. Oh, okay. I My initial thing was just to like go out and like watch TV and grab all the snacks in the <laughs> kitchen. Just wow. Oh. oh. Yeah. But. Oh, I was thinking, you know, because at five years old, I don't think you can ride go-karts, right? By yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so I was just so like. <laughs> just <laughs> go ride some go-karts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's our personalities right there. I'm a homebody. <laughs> I love staying home. I don't like going out much either, though. Mm. Yeah, I hate leaving. Th- I don't like going out by myself. I oh think. really? Me too. Yeah. It feels weird for me. I like going I out like... by myself. <gasps> well, I hate going out by myself. I like I don't like driving by myself. Oh, I don't like doing anything by myself. I think that's why like I would always have like an errand buddy. Like oh. uh, in in college if if Al wasn't doing anything, like, hey, do you want to go to Ashore with me? <laughs> or, like, would, like, switch. Or, like, hey, I'm going grocery shopping. You want to come with me? Or, like, something like that. Because mm. it's, like, more fun mm-hmm. to do it with someone else. That's true. Than it is to by yourself. Yeah, it's, like, less burdensome. So if you, like, go about your day by yourself. But also, it gets a little lonely. That's true. Yeah. I like going by myself, though. I went to a cafe by myself and did work. Mm-hmm. But I guess wow. Yeah, the only downside was I had to pee really bad after the two hour Be- mark. I was like, oh, I should just go home now, <laughs> cause my computer yeah. and everything. Honestly, Mish, if you like doing everything by yourself, why didn't you get milk by yourself? You know, cause then I would leave you guys to die. <laughs> oh, true. Okay, <laughs> if like Mish was the person yeah. who saw the person under yeah, the right, bed, right. right? Yeah. The- then I feel That's like GG this is what the heck. <laughs> Rika's trying to Rika's trying to start oh something with you. I got beef. Am with I you. being That's gaslit? <laughs> you know what? You know you're not. You're not being gaslit. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is it. Don't let her do that. What are you talking about? I'm not even doing anything. Oh my. Wow, the wow. acting. This is a prime example of gaslighting. Don't let this happen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> is it PSA? All of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's that's such an odd question though. Five yeah, I feel like also like I would kinda keep like looking up and down. Cause you know how when you wear heels or you stand mm. on a chair, when your height is different, you're like, oh, is this what the air up here like feels like? Like is this that's you know? Because mm. yeah, the perspective mm, would that's be different. True. And now yeah. That's cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm choking. <coughs> I breathed too fast. Oh. <coughs> uh, but also, I feel like if it was switched, like if like our current minds were switched <laughs> into our like five-year-old body, mm-hmm. I think that would also be kind of fun too. I think <gasps> that'd be. Good. And then, like, if you continue to live life like that, look, like you'd That's be so, so smart. True. That's yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this question because I was meeting with my cousins. And they're, like, in middle mm-hmm. school now. But, like, I was like, wow, they're already so different. I think, like, my younger youngest cousin is, like, 10 years. Uh, 12 years. Exactly, 12, like, around 12 years younger than me. But I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. We're so different. And the way we think is so different. Yeah. I mean, 12 years is... You're, like, the same... Yeah. What is it? Zodiac? Is that what they yeah. call it? Zodiac? Oh, yeah. We're the same yeah. tigers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like exposing your age like that. <laughs> dang, dang. You don't know my birthday, though. <laughs> oh, girl, they, they have one of two choices for the, for the ages. <laughs> I don't think it's the later one. Um. <laughs> We're nowhere close with Mitch. Yeah, I'm just, she's old. I'm really yeah. old. Yeah. She's old, dude. She just sounds really young. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lower voice makes you older. Oh, I didn't think you'd catch that. That's yeah. the logic. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> ow. She she uh-huh. said she said no. <laughs> In a deep voice. Okay. She probably said like do 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 do. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so uh, yeah, this week, <laughs> what are, what are, what's the Mish, do your job. <laughs> this week, we, this week we are talking. It's an art episode. Yahoo! Woo! <laughs> so we're gonna talk about works of art that we think are kind of questionable. So, mm. who would mm. like to start? Um, I, was like, <laughs> I would like to start with the disclaimer <coughs> that this is our uh-huh. own, you know, personal. Oh, she's she's dying. Okay, um, personal opinions of these works. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to add to the disclaimer other than like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're just we're talking just about interesting mm-hmm. work, and we could hate mm-hmm. it, but that's just part of yeah. art, and um, yeah, that. That's yeah, about me. it. I've honestly, every time we talk about art on the podcast, I feel like I'm like getting ready for a presentation for school. Yeah, because I don't want to sound dumb or like mm-hmm. say something that like isn't yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure that's gonna happen regardless. So um, okay. Gonna... Oh, also, uh-huh. sorry. Before one mm-hmm. more thing, everything we talk about will like link. Oh yeah. Um, with like yes. pictures or mm-hmm. li- uh, links to uh, yeah. You, you get the idea, the yeah. Artists mm-hmm. that we talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. It will all be linked in our description. So if you are curious, you can look into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Who, who, who would you like to? It's not, not, not me. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's Al oh. first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do heck? you want to rock, paper, scissors, shoot it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, ready? <laughs> rock. <laughs> Paper, scissors, shoot. Hey, we're all scissors. Hey, why are we all... I think I delayed. <laughs> I don't... Okay, you know what? Okay, question. I'll, I'll kind of yeah. make it more um, tie into yeah. okay, okay. okay. When you guys were in school, is there, like, a piece of work that, like, stuck with you? Um. That you still remember till this day? It could be weird. Or it could be oh, like... yeah. I can't remember what the name of the piece was, but I just thought it was so, mm-hmm. like, pretty i really like things that are multi multiple layers and everything but Mm -hmm. it's like a Mm -hmm. wine bottle and then there's like something else too but the main point was like it's like a really nicely painted wine bottle and then on top it's like a very opaque white that is layered on top and it kind of fades in the background Mm. too but it's like you see it but you don't see it but it's mm-hmm. kind of like 
the opposite of Monet, I guess. The further you're away, because for Monet, it's it's better to see it further away because it looks more detailed further away. But when you look close, mm-hmm, you just is. yeah. Mm-hmm. But for like this artwork, it's like the further away you go, I think the less you can see the painting. It just looks more mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Um, I think for me, I think I I was gonna uh put her in my notes, but you know uh. Marina uh, Abramovich, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. so one of the wor- one of her performances, like really, I like couldn't sleep for a couple days because it was kind of like I kept thinking about it, like what would happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one where she's holding an arrow, mm-hmm. uh, the oh. bow and arrow. Yeah, her husband, I think it was her husband yeah. or partner, was on one end, and she was on the other, where the arrow was pointing directly at her. So if any one of them let go, the arrow, or at least if the husband let go, like, it would have gone straight like through her. And it was like a weird balancing act. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing that, and we had to watch the whole thing. And I was like, oh my god, I like couldn't, like, I like kept watching, but I like, couldn't take my eyes away because I was afraid that something's gonna happen yeah. the moment I look away. Yeah, I think that was something that I that like constantly like I think about like if someone brings up like that kind of question. Me too. Yeah, I think um that one she was like ready yeah. to die. There's like an Maybe. article she was like ready to die. It was like the whole. But she, we also talked about her like a couple weeks ago about the. It, she's the one that had the table like people sitting yeah. across. Oh yeah, from the her. chair thing. Mish brought it up. Yeah. 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 Don't. She has some crazy pieces. Mm-hmm. They're like really like. Yeah, they're like all over the place. I like don't know how to put them like emotionally. Like I don't know how to like label what she does. Honestly. There probably is someone who like words it very well. But... Yeah. Makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You think all her work does that for you? I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think so, too. How about you? Um, for me, there's a couple, and I was, like, gonna mention. So there's one that I don't yeah. know the name of, and it was in the intro to film class. And it was one of our last classes, and we were basically just watching a ton of short films. And this is the one time I didn't fall asleep in the in the. <gasps> Um, mm-hmm. movie theater uh-huh. <laughs> for class but this this video came out uh-huh. it was like five minutes and it was like this naked like he was half naked he just had underwear uh-huh. on and he was like this really muscular like glossy tan guy glossy. washing this red like old car oh in the side of this studio so i don't know why <laughs> i remember that maybe it's the muscles <laughs> and maybe it's the washing car because usually it's interesting because in like film Usually it's like a girl washing the car because oh, it's act, like a kind of a uh-huh. sexual act. Right. But I think the point of that video is to like flip mm. it and turn it into like mm. a female gaze. Um, so that stuck with me, but I could not find it. I like looked up everything on Google and yeah. I kept getting really weird things. <laughs> so <laughs> I just couldn't find the title. I'm still going to look for it because uh-huh. it bothers me that I don't remember. Um, but other than that, I to transfer. So there's a lot, a lot of um, departments mm-hmm. at our school. And one that I'd never delved into was sound. <gasps> Wait, sorry. That's really crazy that you literally just mentioned sound. Because I was thinking, like, oh, I have something mm-hmm. about sound that I want to talk about. But literally, it's as if, like, we were on the same oh wavelength. My God. I, I oh, got my you. God. Yeah. Wavelength. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> literally. Wavelength. Uh-huh. 
Go ahead. Because I feel like sound art is something. It's like I don't necessarily get it. Um, but there's a couple cool, um, like two pieces that we studied in school. So one is by Alvin mm-hmm. Lucier, and I linked it in under like in oh, my yeah. notion. Um, and we'll link it in the Spotify or uh, description for this mm-hmm. podcast. But if you click on it, it's a 45-minute long video called Sitting in a Room. Just see? Uh-huh. And this happened. This was a live like performance that this guy basically is si- saying, I'm sitting in a room. Just, you know, in an exhibition. Oh. And it's really cool, though, because in the beginning, it starts off as like a singular line of audio. And then it multiplies like every every time he says it so if you guys skip through towards the end it sounds like kind of interesting it sounds like music by the end but the reason this stuck with me was because it was in my 3d class which that's interesting Mm -hmm. in itself like why are we listening to sound art in a 3d animation class but this was after our lunch break we come in most of us are tired by then because our studios are nine to four four Four? what was it oh my god i already (laughs) forgot yeah (laughs) not that old (laughs) oh my god and then so the teacher was like okay we're gonna take a little break we're gonna be looking at this piece and we're all sitting in our chairs in a dark room with computer screens mm-hmm. like illuminating in the room and then the like projector is on and we watched the youtube video that i linked it's like stark blue and it's just like the type mm-hmm. on it my teacher's like sitting in the middle of the room in our early chair and she's like nodding oh, as she's like listening to so this odd. and i kid you not we sat there for 45 minutes Just listening i to literally listen. listened to the first like five seconds and i was already like i don't like this guy's voice <laughs> oh mm. do you think people get that when they're Oof. listening to us <laughs> i mean we could be someone else's ick but you know what <laughs> that's not my problem because it's <laughs> true Oh my god, we sat there 45 minutes, and then after, I think, like, 10 mm-hmm. seconds, mm-hmm. all of us were kind of, like, looking at each other, like, what's going mm-hmm. on? Uh, like, why are we... And then I fell asleep eventually, and then I woke up, and we're still watching it. It was insane. Yeah, but it's, like, a totally different uh-huh. sound at that point. So it was, like, such a weird experience, but it just, like, stuck mm-hmm. with me. I'm yeah. You know what's crazy though? Like, um, the thing that I wanted to talk about sound, like my, I guess, contribution to this sound part was that, like, it's crazy because sound can be interpreted so differently, but in obviously the same with visual arts, Mm -hmm. but like sound in Mm -hmm. particular, there's just something about it that like, you kind of have no other choice but to kind of like close your eyes and imagine what you see Mm-hmm. on your own unless someone is narrating mm-hmm. into your ear about you know what to do i remember mish i don't know if you remember from the walking class but there's an artist who does like these walking tours mm-hmm. but they just talk to you so oh. you're you have it in your ears like um there's a like cassette well not cassettes anymore but like mm-hmm. you know it's like the mm-hmm. audio file you download it and you start where it says for you to start mm-hmm. and then it tells you like oh you're mm-hmm. walking you see the trains you see the people walking by blah blah blah. and like uh, after a while i think they added a visual portion to it so you can kind of like see kind of like ar mm-hmm. or vr yeah. but like mm-hmm. it's like actually filmed like oh. so it's like it's mm. not <gasps> i know yeah, what you're talking like, about they did like a yeah like places but they also did walks like nature walks Mm -hmm. so i thought that was like really cool that reminded me but also what i was gonna say was uh 
for one of my color classes, we had to do like a color project, right? And we were not like limited to like whatever just like paints and whatnot Mm -hmm. we could use whatever medium or media that we wanted to to convey a certain color right Mm -hmm. and so it's crazy that i was thinking of like a very specific color when i was putting together these like random audios Mm -hmm. and I didn't think anyone could get it because it was like such a weird like it was like an orangey brown it was either orange or brown but like half more than half the class was like this colors this sound seems very brown i was like what does that what does that mean like how did you like because the colors like no the sounds that i chose mm-hmm. i thought were very brown but like a, a sound mm-hmm. that i might think is very brown might be purple to someone or like mm-hmm. very blue you know mm-hmm. but like the fact mm-hmm. that like more than half the class did feel the same way as me, I was like, hmm, like that's so weird. How like the same thing, like or like different like random things mm-hmm. could have like a similar. I don't know how to like English this, but like, do you know what I'm saying? Kind of. Oh. Um, like, I think no. <laughs> it's it's like kind of hard to explain. Mish, <laughs> it's like it's like saying like. When you think of an apple, not everyone thinks yeah. of an apple. But in that particular instance, everyone thought of brown. So you find that mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. And like when I'm listening, when I was mm-hmm. listening to the, what is it? Uh, the I'm sitting in a room. I thought of a very specific person speaking. Mm-hmm. And like it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So like, like oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if like you have like an image like if you if when you listen to it Mm. now at least if you have a similar image of the kind of person who would be saying this like because i don't know what this person looks like i don't know what this artist you know oh Oh, man (laughs) is a white guy i don't know like it was like i had a very specific image pop into my head when i was listening to that audio like the first like 15 seconds Mm. and i was like this is making me uncomfortable it's not even him talking yeah it's like his voice Mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. image that i associate with his voice and then that image and other things i associate with how i think he looks yeah i, I don't know at first when i thought when i heard it i was like ah, oh, this is kind of dumb but like the more <laughs> i think about mm-hmm. it it's kind of like when you repeat a word too many times you're like does this word sound like a word anymore it kind of but then mm-hmm. if you like really think about it and then think because Al said by the end it doesn't sound like I'm sitting in a room you know like the piece itself kind of makes more sense to me which makes it more cool for me but I don't know because you sort of dissociate with the word and then as you get to the end I can see you just like being like oh what was he saying again after 45 minutes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's definitely a piece that like the the amount of the length of it matters and also mm-hmm. it's i don't know for me it was just like um going back to like what i imagined when i first heard it i was in a room full of yeah. like other right, people right. but this like this like the act of saying something over and over again kind of like let me zone out and i was kind of like imagining myself sitting in a room <laughs> by mm. myself and someone is like in front of me <laughs> saying it but i don't miss you kind of you got the concept oh. right though. That was the whole oh. idea behind the piece. It's kind of <clears throat> uh, when you said that you like zoned out. It kind of reminded me of uh, meditation because you know how some people mm-hmm. they like 
mumble the same words or kind of like prayers mm. you know how some religions you uh, re- recite the same prayer over and over and over again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like a, a mantra mantra I don't know what the proper A sound is but like mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you're just like saying the same thing over and over again to the point where it's just nothing and your, your brain just like stops mm-hmm. like yeah understanding, understanding yeah just, you know trying mm-hmm. to grasp it yeah so i don't know that like i highly recommend mm-hmm. anyone um is listening to listen to it because this is a pretty interesting piece and then on the flip side of that another sound artist that stuck with me i don't know why sound it's art like art came is kind of weird it is it's yeah at first i feel like i was like what is this like this mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. bullshit but now that i get older i kind of understand like why it's considered art but there's um do you guys know yeah. john cage that name sounds really familiar he's the guy he like sat on stage with his piano <gasps> oh, but he didn't oh, play it oh, oh, oh yes 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 it's called four minutes and 33 seconds of oh, silence my God. for anyone that's listening I watch this in class <laughs> people have mixed i also watched it in class and people have mixed reactions but i think conceptually it's pretty interesting but to just like um explain what the piece is john cage he's sitting up on stage in a theater in front of a piano and people come in expecting like a recital mm-hmm. or him to play something but he doesn't he just sits there at the piano for four mm-hmm. minutes and um the sounds of the piece are from the audience whether it's coughing or weird like rummaging or you know things like that um but i don't know why i remember that you're you're bringing back memories (laughs) yeah yeah this is like all like art history things and i don't know which class like i watched this i'm sure it happened Mm -hmm. a lot of times but yeah which is so i also researched like why he does pieces Mm -hmm. like this because it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. music but he was he was originally a theology major so he studied religion Uh in college but then he was like i don't need school you know like i want to just like go to europe and like um just take you know study with people there study nature and so he dropped out of school and then like eventually like, he made his way to Europe and like he met all these like different uh, like people. And then he also came across Marce- Marcel Duchamp's mm. work. And that's like very out of the box, right? I'm sure we'll talk mm. about him too. But his work is like very like was not in mm-hmm. for its time. I think John Cage got ex- inspired by that. And then he also studied under people like composers and musicians. Oh. And he never understood, like, the, that, he never understood how that was music. And then it kind of led him to, like, making this piece, and then many more. <laughs> there was another, the reason why, for me, John Cage was so familiar was the piano one was one thing, but also, I don't know if you guys know Water Walk. That one, he uses, like, oh, yeah, all yeah. sorts of things related to like water so like a bathtub mm-hmm. or like ice cubes mm-hmm. and like a pitcher of water and just makes like a bunch of noises for like seven eight minutes or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> yeah yeah i remember yeah. watching that video in class and i was so fascinated because there's like some always something's always going on um in contrast to the, like the the piano one because that one's you're just kind of part of the audience mm-hmm. But like this one, mm-hmm. you're like watching and you're listening to all these like watery sounds, mm-hmm. 
And I thought, I thought that one was interesting too. Wow, you're like really mm-hmm. bringing our history. Back. I'm like yeah. really. I don't know. I don't know how I thought of this, but also it's interesting because he like makes sheet yeah. music for most of his pieces. And I think those are they actually are. really pretty. I don't know. I don't, it's like while I was in school, I hated contemporary mm-hmm. work. I hated experimental Me stuff. Too. But now that I get like now that I'm out of it, like I'm like, oh, I kind of get where they're coming <laughs> from. But yeah, that those are my two main ones I wanted to talk about. So I'll pass the mic. <laughs> Who do you want to pass the mic to? Yeah. Um, both oh, of you guys. Oh shoot. Um. <laughs> My my stomach made a weird noise. Again. <laughs> Did you hear it? I sound like a frog. Yeah. That's the noise yeah. I was talking about the other day. It was uh, <laughs> okay. I guess that's a sign for me to go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I I guess I also um, wanted to talk about two people, but more so like rather than interesting, it's kind of like weird. It made me feel uncomfortable and like made me question like how is like is this art because it's extreme and like because it's you know Mm -hmm. so the first person i want to talk about was chris burden so if you go on my page it's on there Mm -hmm. um i just put a couple things i'll just like read through one of them like some of the things because i picked highlights from the performances but basically the first one i want to talk about was called transfix and i've mentioned this to alan mish before Mm -hmm. but basically this was a performance where he and i quote uh was glued to the back of a Volkswagen Beetle in a small garage on Speedway Avenue. First, Burden, so the artist, stood on the rear bumper of the car. He then laid down, stretching his arms onto the roof. Nails got fixed through his palm, through the palm of his hands and into the car's roof. Then the garage door opened and the vehicle was pushed halfway outside. The engine ran at full speed. After two minutes, the spectacle was over and the car got pushed back inside and the door closed. Basically, he crucified himself on a Volkswagen Beetle. And this took place uh, April 23rd in 1974. So I remember watching this in class and I was horrified Mm -hmm. because i watched a whole documentary on him and there's another work i'll bring up um in a little in maybe like a second or two but this i like genuinely didn't understand Mm -hmm. because i remember when i was a freshman there was a senior um who did a performance piece where they like wrapped themselves and basically suspended themselves in the form like you know as jesus kind of like crucified and was suspended mm-hmm. from the ceiling just hanging there <gasps> what i'll tell oh. you who it is afterwards uh-huh because uh, okay. you'll definitely or just you can just oh. beep it out uh, he he was beep Ironically. yeah he wrapped himself <laughs> in like this white oh cloth God. and cru- like basically it was in the form of the crucifixion and suspended mm-hmm. himself he was hanging there for an hour how was he how was he hanging though and why why there was a whole it was like the whole like be other things mm, wow i don't even know how i would how i would like crit that you that's know. what i'm saying everything you say will go like it's not gonna fly it's like yeah be like oh i'm actually buddhist yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah. but yeah basically um i okay. did yeah there was like a similar piece minus the nails that I've seen in mm-hmm. per- well, not in person, I guess indirectly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But this piece, I just didn't understand because he physically and actually nailed his 
like hands to the car mm-hmm. and if you want to watch mm-hmm. the video you can click on the link i'll just provide the link i watched yeah. it we watched was this this was in the, that class yeah right yeah it was the either like new media yeah. or one of uh john whatever i forgot yeah. his name <laughs> it's yeah john? it was in their their class but also i watched it in my core class freshman year um it was part of like a big documentary but oh my god yeah like they i think the documentary that i watched showed like the process of him like preparing for it and everything and like it was just so painful well yeah like it made me think it kind of made you think of like the crucifixion of jesus but like on a volkswagen like, there's a whole, there's an analysis on this. Like, I'm not going to get into it mm-hmm. because I personally, like, don't, just don't like this performance. Yeah. So, I'm, like, not going to give my two cents on it because it's going to be biased anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the next piece he did was actually three years before this one. So, it's called Shoot. Can you think, can you imagine what kind of thing <laughs> he did in this one? So, basically, the description of this was, Burden's workforces spectators through the shock of li- like lived imagery, um, not only to review but deeply analyze their moral selves, the profound nature of misery, and the undeniable reality of pain. At a time when society has become desensitized to the excess of violent imagery through media, he pushes the audience to recognize the reality of suffering, agony, and desperation. So basically, in this performance, he like shot himself. Or like someone was mm-hmm. shooting at him. He got a he invited a friend oh to God. like shoot at him. Mm-hmm. So there was a possibility that he could die, and he did get shot. Like it, it like a I think a bullet went through his arm. It either grazed it or something. Yeah, there's like a photo yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, I also watched this one. Uh, this was dreadful to watch because the anxiety of just like. Oh my god, is he actually is his friend actually going to shoot him? Like is this actually going to happen? Mm-hmm. And it did. And there was a chance that he was going to die and we were all going to watch him die, but he did it. And someone said about the performance, I think everyone has fantasized about being shot themselves, consciously or unconsciously. You read about it, you see it on TV, on the news. So everyone, especially in America, thinks a lot about it. And like I said, it's as American as apple pie to get shot or shoot people. And so there is a very deep meaning mm-hmm. behind this performance. But everything that Chris Burden has done, like in his work, like as an artist, was like kind of extreme. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. he was one of the people that I still remembered, even though like I don't remember almost everything from art history. Like the, like he mm-hmm. was one of the people that I could not erase from my mind, even if I wanted to, because his work was just so, mm-hmm. like, explosive and so violent mm-hmm. that I had no other choice but to kind of, like, it was just, it stuck in my data, my brain data. Like, it's just there. Dang, that's crazy. Because I remember watching parts of the mm-hmm. documentary in class, but for some reason in that particular class, I just couldn't mm-hmm. stay awake. So, like, I remember us talking mm-hmm about him but he also there's he has one cool work that i've actually seen Ooh. in real life that because i feel like as he got older he kind of mellowed out like his work oh. in like when he was young is yeah. like crazy but i feel like now he has like this obsession with like cars and like industrial oh. things so he has a piece called metropolis 2 mm-hmm. at lacma i think i know what you're talking about mish if you like when you whenever you go to la like 
you can actually see it at oh. the museum there. Um, but it's basically just like a whole like system of like little cars and like trains going in a circle. Yeah. It's like a little oh, mini city. I think I've I seen think... this in person too. And that one's a pretty cool yeah. mm-hmm. pretty cool piece. But it's like such a stark difference uh-huh. from his earlier work that I forgot that it was his <laughs> work. For I'm this. pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh gomish, gomish. I'll go after you. Oh, no. I was just saying, I prefer this with his performance pieces. But I just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just yeah. don't think I can have a good, like, great appreciation for your performance pieces. Yeah, like I, yeah. I feel like performance pieces are really cool. Like I think it's really interesting that art could be like performed. You mm-hmm. know, like not the conventional mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, like celebrity singers kind of like art, mm-hmm. but like what the kind of performances you would see displayed in like a museum mm-hmm. or you know like a mm-hmm. private collection or whatnot. But. Um, I'm pretty sure Chris Burden went through like a phase in his life. I think it was in the documentary, or maybe so, it, like in a bi- biography or something. Like there was like a long period of time that he, I don't know if he was like depressed, or if he was kind of going through not an identity crisis, but some sort of crisis. That like mm-hmm. I think that was one of the reasons why his art just changed mm-hmm. so drastically. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a stark change, mm-hmm. and I feel like what his like commentary, like what he's trying to convey in his work, also like is such yeah. a stark difference that I yeah I kind I'm kind of curious like why, what happened in his life for him to like mellow mm-hmm. out like this, because his early work is like very it uncomfortable. Is, like, yeah, I don't. I think that's probably why I fell asleep during class during that. Cause yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I couldn't go to sleep. I like even <laughs> if I wanted to, like, it was just so. It got me so anxious mm-hmm. that I couldn't because I was like, oh my god, what if he actually does shoot him? Like, what if he actually gets shot? Mm-hmm. Or like, what if he like falls off the beetle, like of the car, and like his like you know it just mm-hmm. goes like you know, like that's just so mm-hmm. horrible. And I guess like that's the point, mm-hmm. but it. I feel like sometimes if art is just, I I don't know, it's just too uncomfortable that I couldn't appreciate it for what he intended it to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe sure. this is I'm what sure his intention is. I'm sure there's people out there. But mm-hmm. yeah. I probably there's no way like people find comfort. That's I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But I I do think there are people who like feeling uncomfortable when mm-hmm. they think see things, just like based mm-hmm. on. The type of work I've seen in art school, right, like during true. finals, there is definitely I to this day I don't think I've seen a single performance necessarily mm-hmm. that I enjoyed that I like yeah. really liked. Yeah. yeah, like all of them are like they, uncomfortable uh, or like um, I don't know if non-conventional uh, is yeah, the right word, but or like mm-hmm. kind of predictable, or mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of nakedness. Just so out yeah. there, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. appreciate nakedness, like. I feel like unless the performance is just so beautiful, like if the nakedness doesn't add anything to it, I don't know why you're butt naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. you know. I've to this day, <laughs> I've never seen a I've never seen a piece that like uses nakedness in a like powerful or like Me meaningful too. way. Yeah, it's like kind of weird. I yeah. yeah, but um, to transition the <laughs> the other person that I want to talk about was someone who I've talked about all the time. But I personally feel like the work is so overrated. 
And this is just my personal opinion, but I feel like Takashi Murakami is so darn overrated. Like, I really, really, in the beginning, before I knew anything about anything, mm-hmm. about everything, I just loved how mm-hmm. colorful his work was. And I feel like if you don't know who he is, if you just think about the smiley face flower, mm-hmm. that's him. Kanye West. Yeah, I guess Kanye, Kanye West. West. So I don't know if you guys got to go, but the MCA actually had his show. Yeah, oh, I yeah. remember like mm-hmm. taking tons of pictures because I was like, oh my god, is that Kanye? Like so the ba- the bear? Like oh my god, uh-huh. it was. Um, and I remember taking pictures in front of the smiley face wall and um, seeing all of his work. Mm. But I think as I got older, I like appreciated it less than i did when i was younger because to me Mm -hmm. not that like cartoony art isn't art and like cartoony art is overrated but Mm -hmm. i feel i felt like after i learned about him and his work process i just couldn't like appreciate him anymore as an artist and because he uh, he makes other people like he has like a fact i didn't want to get into that but yeah like he has other he has assistants do most of his work Oh. And it, mm-hmm. and like you know we're not gonna open up the whole conversation. Maybe this is for a different talk, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, like he, I guess he gives the ideas. He does like an, in- an initial sketch, and then like everyone else does it for him. And um, someone was saying that you know he's just a master at marketing. Like everything that he does, just gets so popularized and mainstreamed that it's just so accessible and like everyone knows even though they don't know him they Mm -hmm. know his work Mm. so i guess in a way you've succeeded as an artist like if everyone knows your work but at the same time not that the value really goes down but it's like i don't know there's like something about it that i just feel like is yeah i don't know i remember like i went to the museum and one of his shirts was like 90 dollars of course, I bought it mm-hmm. as a freshman, but like oh oh yeah, because wow. I really it was really pretty though, uh-huh. and I gave it to my brother yeah. in the end because it was like it fit him mm-hmm. better than me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like yeah, like freshman year before I learned anything, it was in the summer. I like went in and I saw I was like, this is so pretty. This is so like it's so clean. There's something very clean and like colorful about his work mm-hmm. that I just really liked it. But I didn't appreciate it for what it was. It was just kind of like the colors and like whatnot. So, yeah, that's my opinion on him. You could have like different opinions, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just so pop culture, which is not a bad thing. Bad thing. Maybe that's mm-hmm. just not your style. Cause you're a painter, right? I'm assuming you prefer more or pieces that maybe look like it requires more time well maybe maybe not i mean i've learned to appreciate Mm -hmm. all all different types of arts only because now like i mean i have you guys to reference but also just like what Mm -hmm. i've learned while taking different department classes like not everything is as easy as it seems however he doesn't really make a lot of his work and like <laughs> that that's yeah. a whole. I, I don't know. There's just topic. something about that too, and it's not like his work is overly complicated either. If you really look at it, it's like if you just have the skill. Oh, I guess having the skills is complicated. Like you, some people don't have <laughs> mm-hmm. the skills. It's, yeah, but it's very <laughs> stickery. Mm. Not that stickers aren't art, but like it's just so complicated. I don't know how to describe what I'm <laughs> feeling. Like I'm not trying to downgrade him uh-huh. as an artist, but more of like I just think 
that his work you don't yeah. appreciate him yeah and his work to sell his work is just too expensive for what it is you know like it's just way too expensive yeah honestly like i understand too because i think i lose my respect more when i hear about artists not making their own work like the chihuly glass uh, I especially didn't understand that because if another person is blowing a piece of glass and he's not physically blowing that piece of glass, mm-hmm. then he technically didn't create that design of glass, right? So yes. it's not his. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's his idea yeah. is what people... So what matters? Is this the idea or is it the... No. Well, your fan is yeah. going, dude. <laughs> oh, mine? I can hear, yeah. Um, no, I think it might be my actual fan. Hold on, give me a second. Yeah, because it's like, um, technically, because he's really famous for his flower with the smiley face, right? But then I'm just <laughs> like, okay, there's one mm-hmm. aspect of who really started with the smiley face because that's a big part of the thing. Right? And then I feel like as kids, before he became really known, we drew smiley faces on flowers. So there's a certain brand that does the smiley face, yeah. the, the thing, yeah. Uh-huh. So I just think it's kind of odd making a brand out of something so. I guess, things that common, common, and things that technically did happen before he actually made it. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. like Al said, he just probably markets it better, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did like his paint. I think it's called the octopus eats its own leg. I did like that one. Oh, yeah. Like there are works that I feel like are just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like some of his work, I just don't think. But then I feel like people could argue with me about like, is it the simplicity that I don't like? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like there are some of his works that are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess it's simple to whoever, like, the value of simplicity, I think, differ, differs for each person. But some things, especially like the smiley face, mm-hmm. I just don't, I just don't appreciate it anymore. Because mm-hmm. like you said, I swore I saw those smiley faces mm-hmm. on, like, a sticker book when I was in, like, third grade. I'm sure he, he probably, probably did. Off of that. Yeah, like, I... I'm pretty sure I've so I've seen these stickers before, and I don't know. It's just like one of those things. Like, I guess if you're famous, you can literally take anything, put a price tag on it, and people will buy it. I think so, because I feel like a lot like some of his work is really complicated. Mm-hmm. I think the scale also yeah matters the scale too. yeah, but he doesn't do and it. And sometimes he. Yeah, that's like my thing too. Cause I like I always think about like is it this is it the idea or the skill that really makes the piece? And I mean. Technically, it's mm-hmm. both, but I feel like I don't know. I because like there's so many other artists like Andy Warhol, for example, that also he had like a factory oh, of people, <gasps> I didn't but know that. people don't know. Yeah, he actually called I it the factory. That. Oh my god! People, it's like his idea, but people produced it. But like, do we know those people? No, we know Andy Warhol. <sighs> yeah. So and there's I'm sure, but then okay, if you also think about it, though. Like making oh, films mm-hmm. is also considered yeah. art, 
And you think like you know you have the director that has the initial idea, but then you have producers mm-hmm. and uh-huh. the art directors who actually like bring it to but life. They, so get the credit though is that they get cre- yeah, yeah they get credited at the end. Yeah. That's true. Although That's like true. most people yeah. don't watch through it, at least it's in there. You know, if you yeah. like, you can go mm-hmm. look for it. But what I would like, I mean, if we're gonna bring this up, I'm gonna give my five minutes of you know time for this because when I you know I had like a class discussion about this and i said that it was like the skill like you need the skill and like if you don't have the skill and it's your idea i feel like you should credit the person who brought your idea to life mm-hmm. um because if not it's not it's just another page in your sketchbook and so i said this and i and someone was like do you think that you know your like the assistants or like whoever helped his name should also be on the mm-hmm. what is it the placards and the museums i said yeah mm-hmm. like even if it's super tiny i think they should be up there i think so i think too. so too. because mm-hmm. like y- you don't understand like i feel like if i was one of those workers like one of those assistants i would be so mad that i something that i did 90 percent of is getting credit like not i'm not getting credit for it like someone else is getting the credit for it because it was their idea but they didn't have the skill Mm -hmm. to do it and i did it for them but like you know and obviously there's like the behind story of like if was there a contract like did they agree like were they paid well or whatnot but like still like i feel like it would only be right like if you're only giving the ideas and someone else is doing it for you Mm -hmm. for it to be like a collaborative thing Mm -hmm. i don't know how much of a difference it would make if that person was credited yeah I, like you could be appreciated more for discovering someone like that like i don't i don't know no i i agree because i feel like yeah you can give an idea but we also don't know how vague and how specific and detailed the idea is so when the creator is making an idea mm-hmm. it's like a part of it is of course like the main essence of it is their idea right but then when you actually make it it's in that person's style and then mm-hmm. what you're thinking like if i tell you guys to draw an apple it's gonna look totally different right and that's your it's part of your idea in that idea mm-hmm. so i can't really say 100 percent mm-hmm. of the idea that comes from the artist is 100 percent theirs until they make it their with their own hands i guess that's what i'm saying yeah do you think the fashion industry is like that too now that i think that's, about it i think so i think so too because I don't think the other designers no, get, like, don't. credit. Which I that. think is it's so like, frustrating. That's yeah. an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I've, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, every once in a while on YouTube, like, certain, like, big channels will upload, like, oh, the behinds of the, the Met, so-and-so's Met dress, or so-and-so's, like, this event dress. Mm-hmm. And you see all these designers in the back, like, a beating, and, like doing all these tiny things i'm like you don't even know these who these people are but you only know the designer Mm -hmm. you only know the big name and like i guess that's like like kind of the price you pay for like wanting to work under someone Mm -hmm. like big name like that but at the same time i feel like if you're like someone famous or like a celebrity you would want to personally get to know who made your dress not who made your dress is working under like Mm-hmm. just that mm-hmm. um yeah wow fashion fashion yeah it's like there's a lot of fields i feel like but um i mean also like just to transition because i see um yeah. mitch has damien 
Hearst. He also, I think, is known for having like people that work on his projects, but it's all his under his name. See, like I guess, like mm. if it's your team, like it's fine. But like on your websites, do you name who your team members are? Like, do you do you list who your team like? assistants are like that's what i'm saying like i don't know why like even if you're not crediting it on like placards or like in auctions or whatnot Mm -hmm. at least on your website let us know like who's working for you like what if i like this person they get compensated yeah that's true but i don't know i think it's probably a contract yeah probably but you know but yeah mish what's what was your thing on um um i went more digital everything because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people around me are talking about, like, how... Because AI is so big, especially these right. days. It's like, mm-hmm. what would AI replace? And then there's that big question, can AI replace artists? Um, because it's kind of, like, like we said, all about the idea. But recently, especially with, mm-hmm. like, NFTs going on, there's a lot of art made from code. Which also brings the question of, like, oh... Because a lot of, I don't know 100% a lot, like, everything about code art, but, like, I think they just call it generative artwork. But I think Mm. almost 90% of the time, you don't really expect, you just put a lot of code in, but you don't really know what to expect uh, for the final outcome. So it's like, oh, is your artwork, Mm. does it, is it considered... I don't know, I guess, like, art, good art or art, if it Mm -hmm. wasn't, like, intentional, it's just random pieces of code, but then also it's, like, that's part of the art, the art of code, but then, yeah, there's also, like, I think what's big right now is Dolly, it's an AI where you put in keywords, so, like, the first one that came up in the article is babies doing parkour, and it's literally babies (laughs) doing parkour. But then, I was like, is this, is this art? But it's like really, it's really weird. It's like really weird. Because mm-hmm. it's just like different composition. And then, I don't know, mm-hmm. in drawing one and two in high school, like, I don't know, my teacher was so big on composition. It was like kind of like, mm-hmm. it's, I was like, yeah. But I was just, I just wanted to bring like the conversation of what, because I'm curious like what other people and especially what you guys think about art made out of code and AIs making art? I think, um, like, our technology is advancing, so the type of art that is being produced is becoming easier. But there's also, like, a comparison to this, because I don't like yeah. Jackson Pollock. Oh my god. <sighs> because I just feel like he's just, Slapping you know, paint putting his paintbrush in, like, yeah. So I just I don't see a difference between this because he he was just mm-hmm. using what they had, and now we're using what we have, yeah. which is code, and also I feel like it's just like, I I think like bad art is in right now, and <sighs> I don't know if NFTs, too. yeah, or like, especially like for three D, like there's a bunch of artwork that is like bad three D. It's not rendered correctly, like compositionally doesn't work. But people still like it because I I don't know if we're just like in this phase of art, but that's my two cents. I feel like generative art is just essentially just abstract art, but just using a medium that is available to us today. You know, when you said like, 
like something about i think earlier when you were talking about code art i think like i don't i think the baby's parkouring was a separate thing that you talked about after whatever i was trying to say before Mm -hmm. um but you know how you're like oh like is this intentional or is this like just the code Mm -hmm. right but something that we learn in school is like when we're critiquing something just always assume that everything is intentional Mm -hmm. which kind of puts you in a weird iffy position because if you especially if you know that it wasn't intentional at all Mm -hmm. the whole concept is like you just have to assume that everything that was done was intentional Mm -hmm. that it was supposed to be there and I feel like code art or generative artwork kind of okay this is this might be a hot take but like honestly Mm -hmm. i feel like if people make art like that it's diminishing the value of work that people who put like like lots of time skill and like i don't know thought Mm -hmm. into like their work it Mm -hmm. like diminishes that value because it could look this someone could recreate the same exact thing that the coding or like the ai thingy Mm -hmm. did but like by themselves but like you like a normal like a muggle person wouldn't be able to tell the difference and so whatever like you see like it could literally be identical Mm. but like one i also i think that's the thing i feel like people who don't do art or who aren't like they don't know what happens Mm -hmm. behind the scenes they will never know the difference so why spend more time on something when you can just yeah. do it with the system you know but I, I i'm also like that's why i really don't like nfts mm-hmm. right now because people are just like generating it through like they're like people making a system just doing it for shit and giggles like literally like i don't mm-hmm. it's like yeah ridiculous. i think it does diminish yeah and it's like and for me like i spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on my work so it sucks that like these <laughs> not so good but yeah that's what i'm saying Pieces like don't online. you feel bad yeah. like not really necessarily about yourself but like kind of like why did i spend so much time doing this when i could have just like plugged it into like google mm-hmm. and like find yeah. a website that could do it for me like it kind of takes away from all the skills that you've learned over the years mm-hmm. and i guess like it's kind of like the you know like fast paced like kind of like instant culture mm-hmm. i guess like you just want everything to be done right there and then mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of i blame social yeah, media like it's just it doesn't ruins it yeah that's why i think especially with things like that it makes me kind of sad because like art isn't what art used to be i was like reading a book and like about this about like the psychology of just like art viewing and this book was written maybe like 50 something years ago mm-hmm. but like the guy was saying like art isn't what we think it is anymore like art is no longer what art was intended to be for yeah obviously like that statement would age with like maybe it won't age very well with the culture and society like as it goes as time goes on but like i couldn't help as of right now to like i like felt that line like no art is no longer art like it's just kind of like everyone can do it which yeah everyone can do art everyone can make art but like there's some there's certain kinds of art that people can hit big with Mm -hmm. and there's certain kinds of arts that are still underappreciated that people don't value and like 
I don't know. It's just kind of, I guess, like the trend of society too, of what people like and what people don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really sure what else to add because that's basically what I was thinking too. But you could talk about the shark. The shark. You could or um. Huh? I d- yeah. Yeah, we can talk about Damien Hurst, or I mean, we can keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't. This. Yeah, I don't like the shark one. I feel like it's just like. Why is that in the science museum? Why is it here? <laughs> yeah. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I think because uh, out of, out of so Damien Hirst is known for his like butterfly mandalas. Oh, is that his mandala? Man- uh huh. Mandala is that right? I yeah, think so. Probably. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, that are made out of like real butterfly. Ew, why do, do I want to look it up? Don't look oh, at that. I don't think you no. want to look at it. Okay. Why did she, she, she look that up, guys? Um. I, yeah, uh, like at first glance, you don't really realize it's butterfly wings and it's like a beautiful piece. But then you find out that these are real like wings mm. that he <laughs> that finessed he, from like, somewhere. <laughs> so just ruined it. But I also think I don't like Damien Hurst because everyone at our school doesn't like Damien Hurst. It's also like Jeff Koons. Like, why does everyone hate <laughs> you, Jeff You know, Koons I think so his much. little balloon dogs are really cute. I like Jeff Koons. Like, yeah. They are cute. Yeah. And I also, I, I think because both of them they make kind of like aesthetically pleasing oh, work and art. it's weird to see that in a museum setting mm. yeah and they put it in a museum setting so it's like why is that oh, here yeah so like putting like pinterest I, in the museum oh my god stop <laughs> essentially that's so good yeah. yeah i i think that i feel like that's probably I, that, that's my opinion like why i think a lot of people at least in art school don't like it because it's like it kind of looks like oh it's just a shark in a tank with formaldehyde. Like, yeah, but I gotta. I like agree with Mish on this one though. Like, I feel like it should be in a science museum. <laughs> like, I really don't see it as art. I never knew about the butterfly one though. Like, I, I actually like oh, I didn't know about it uh-huh. until I mean like seconds ago when I made the mistake mm-hmm. of looking it up. But I've never thought that he would like do something like that. Uh-huh. But it's like kind of grotesque but mm. beautiful but also kind of really gross yeah yeah it's like his works he, i mean he has like yeah i feel like his work is just like aesthetically mm. pleasing and it kind of breaks what museums usually have in mm. my opinion i don't know i feel like just like another question but it's like for jeff koontz he just makes like really big scale of like real life mm-hmm. items but i i really like his metallic work mm-hmm. um that he does me too but i just don't know why we can't appreciate that as artists but we'll appreciate works where it's just a little literally just one color on a canvas just on a huge canvas oh my, i don't i don't right. appreciate that <laughs> I, I i don't, don't either appreciate that. That's uh-huh. i don't get it <laughs> Unless they're like going out in the forest, making their yeah, own yeah. paints, and like doing, there's like some unless, backstory. I yeah, just that's don't what get I'm it. Saying. Like unless that blue is like mm-hmm. made from like you pick, you went to the forest or whatever, picked up all the blue jay feathers, you somehow got all the blue pigment out of it, and like you filled the whole canvas. Like okay, I get it, blueberries and blue jays, like that's beautiful. But if you just mm-hmm. got paint 
from Home Depot and you slap that shit on the <laughs> canvas and you sell it for like three. I think there was one uh, a couple years ago. I don't know if it was like 2014, mm-hmm. 2015. There was like a big blue thing mm-hmm. that got sold yeah. for like a couple million dollars. I was like, why? Why? Are you stupid or are you just like trying to be like. Yeah. It's just like. I'm I an art I don't collector. know how you. I just. I don't know. I don't know how that mm-hmm. happened. And I'm interested because, like, I'm in the wrong field. Yeah. Do I need to just get, like, rich friends and be like, you need to invest in this. Like, this is the next thing. uh, Yeah. But, like, I get that, Mish, because I feel like I I never understood why people hated Jeff Koons because I I did, like, his metallic work, too. Mm -hmm. And I think his work was really cool. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, in Millennium Park, they had, for, like, a few days, they had one of his bunny the metal bunny thing oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it I remember mm-hmm. I texted Al I was like oh my god they have the bunny thing and I went to Millennium Park to look for it but they took it away already and like I really like it was like he was one of those artists like I wanted to see in real life yeah me too like I really want to see like his work uh-huh. but like Damien Hurst I don't know he's like I don't one, like, like Damien Hurst yeah yeah he's, <laughs> is he the skull guy the, the crystal skull uh-huh. yes the crystal why is that yeah. art yeah you could literally diy that and michael it's bedazzles i don't know <laughs> it's bedazzled it's yeah. a bedazzled skull well no one did it you know someone should have did it and it probably would have like hit but i feel like a lot of art contemporary <laughs> art a lot of it has to be like networking it has there's to. just no way that that is not you know that's true i agree with that it's really networking and marketing too yeah Whoever releases mm-hmm. it first and gets the most coverage out of it is the owner, I guess. Which is crazy. Like, oh, it just makes me so mad. Like, now I'm just all I'm thinking <laughs> about is like, the blue thing, but also there's a white one. It's like a very specific mm-hmm. shade of like ivory beige white. Mm-hmm. And it's like three it panels. So stupid. Oh, and it was in the that. museum. Stupid. And I was like, why? Why? Like, did you yeah. like hand sew this canvas? I don't. Like, I. <laughs> It's so frustrating. I don't. I don't care. What, I. I just don't understand people who are like, oh, it's so beautiful. No. Like, there's nothing there. No, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. So I don't know. I think com- like compared to paintings like that, I'd much rather see Damien Hirst and Jeff Koons in the museums, because yeah. that is like contemporary work. Yeah. That you know, and, and, uh, I feel like that mm-hmm. is contemporary work. But those it's paintings so that have literally just a dot yeah. or it's just one color. Uh, you know that is not art I to think, me. Yeah, I think I linked a whole um, page where it shows artwork where they sold for uh-huh. millions. But I, going through I don't know something yeah. about putting untitled on a lot of paintings just sells oh. really well. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> yeah. so trendy. It's so artsy. You know, artsy fartsy. Like untitled number one. Yeah, yeah. Untitled number four. Or, or like colors: okay. orange, red, yellow by Mark Rothko. Oh. That one, that oh one, god. this one. Oh my god! Like why, why? I don't understand. And the only, the only paintings that I like that are like this, where it's just like mm-hmm. three colors or something, it has to be really freaking big. <laughs> that I feel like you're being absorbed. You yeah. know? Yeah. That's the only, only. Because I went to a Mart Rothko yeah. exhibition. There's like two pieces that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe it's just like Wait, a color what, that I what? like. <laughs> What, what maybe it's that, that uh-huh. than just like painting a whole room uh-huh. like people that's what i'm saying like painter, yeah like, that's true like this is that's art true. like my <laughs> wall my green wall is art mm. like i did it myself 
That's true. Mm-hmm. But why is it not selling for millions? Is it because it's in my room? Yo, you should just cut. You should. You should just cut a piece. <laughs> call it childhood. <laughs> no, untitled and then colon childhood. childhood. Colon you know? childhood. Yeah. Honestly, I could see it. I could see it selling for millions. You know, I'm. A, I'm you, gonna like you just, just hand saw it. Yeah. You should just saw. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. Who it's wants my house? <laughs> don't just make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the date, you don't put the current yeah. date, you put when You're you were right. born. Or when they first, when you first, Moved to this you know, house. Yeah. got into oh the house. You, you just take your door, <laughs> unhinge it. Oh, you know, that? <laughs> that's actually another work. Tracy Emmons, my bed. That's literally her bed. Oh my god, wait, I saw that. <laughs> oh, I didn't see yeah. it. <laughs> okay, I feel like most people don't know about her. You so, maybe should explain. What is Because it's so, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's actually just her. I think she, like, laid in bed for, like, I don't know how long. I can't remember how long, but it was after uh-huh. a bad breakup. And then it's just, like, she, it's, like, a bed with messy, like, I don't know, junk all over the floor. Yeah. Sheets and things like that. And then she just yeah. displays that into the museum. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, why can't I put my bed into a museum after one week of crits, finals week, mm-hmm. and call that stressful mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she, she that that was the whole piece, and like I saw photographs of it. I'm like, it's just yeah. a bed. It's just a bed. It's a bed. It's just photos Actually, of it that's now. true. That's oh, that's Weird. just so. I don't get it. <sighs> I feel like maybe it takes a certain personality to like make work like that. I feel like oh shoot. You gotta market yourself. You do. I think you have to be a, like a little crazy, <laughs> where people don't question yeah. you. You know, like I'm, I'm really sticking with this wall. So like, oh yeah. So I sewed oh. my wall from my childhood home, mm-hmm. and I wanted people to experience this green mm-hmm. color yeah. that I grew up with, mm-hmm. that has aged nostalgia. over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, people said a lot of what the harsh criticism was like. They were saying she was self-absorbed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe it. I mean, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else uh-huh. she was expecting. <laughs> it's true. It, um. It's kind of annoying, though, because there's a... <sighs> recreation is one thing, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. something that's just so mundane that you just put a meaning into, and then you, you like, make that uh, just... Anything is literally art. Like the, literally, like yes, everything is art. Mm-hmm. But like you, like this just makes me think. Like yeah, like mist. Like you said, I can just literally take my desk, yeah, put it in a museum, and call it Monday. <laughs> you could, you could, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. But I'm not gonna plug in the computer. I'm gonna unplug it because it symbolizes like the black screen I see in my reflection. It makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me you know whatever whatever and like all this random yeah. stuff. Like I feel like that's just. Like, this is why people, like, think, like, anyone can do this. Mm-hmm. Anyone yeah. can do this. <laughs> I mean, in reality, yeah, everyone can. And I think as time goes on, pe- more and more people are going to be, are, ha- are going to have more access to things that can mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. art. Which I think is really interesting. Like, you know, I don't want to gatekeep art. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting. It's, like, what this world is going to become. Like, mm-hmm. everything... I fully believe, like, Blade Runner, like, the um, holograms in the sky mm-hmm. and things like that. It's already kind of happening, but I really feel like our world is going to be, like, that's true. all art. Mm-hmm. It's so. just making it easier, right? Like, video editing programs? Yeah. Like, 
I think at first it made me really upset mm-hmm. because I was spending so much time making all these edits that now mm-hmm. apps mm-hmm. on your phone just do so easily. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Photoshop too. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. then what makes my art, art, like my editing stand out compared to these apps? It really? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's <sighs> just like such like an iffy. It's like a weird gray area. Because you can argue against both sides. Mm-hmm. Or argue with both yep. sides. Yeah. And against. Yeah. I can definitely play devil advocate on most of the mm-hmm. things we talked about today. Yeah. I definitely I feel it. like it too. But I don't know. Like I think it's sometimes that it's the price that I think of. And the value of it. For like how I mm-hmm. personally, like I guess, see it. Not that like complicated art should be more expensive. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know when you if you ever walk through Expo and you see those price tags, it really makes you question why didn't I bring my paintings with me, or like why didn't I bring my work with me? Just stick mm-hmm. it up on that wall, yeah. put my own label on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that is gonna get worse in the future. <laughs> I'm like getting that now because especially with mm-hmm. the genre of art and just bad 3D, it makes me upset. But that's just me because I don't like the direction mm-hmm. that it's going because that's not my skill set. But I think a, a, a lot of what art is is like either going with what people are doing or like doing something beyond that to start mm-hmm. a new trend. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like but, you know. aesthetics is really important nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right now. Oh, social media. It just yeah. ruins it, it. There's just like that whole sector, which I'm mm-hmm. also guilty of like making art for social media and i've always hated the idea but that's just like the it only is. way yeah. <laughs> right now yeah i agree should we should we wrap up this art talk yeah <laughs> oh actually before that mm-hmm. i just have like a statement or question or whatever if you genuinely like jackson pollock can you please like just like let us know why like i'm like genuinely curious like mm. why Wait, Mish, do you no. you don't like Jackson Pollock? I don't like Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I I'm just we're Jackson Pollock haters. Yeah, like not I'm even Jackson too. Pollock, but like if any of if any any other people that we've talked artists that we've mentioned or any pieces, like if you genuinely like if you've gone through some of the if you've discovered some of the things and watched the videos and listened to things that we've talked about today, and you have a different opinion than us, like just let us know, cause like that's how a discussion you know happens like you share different sides and you kind of like talk about it Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely though more of jackson pollock though i really want to know like why do you why do you why do you like him (laughs) we need peter up in here i'm sure he has something to say i don't don't get it either don't get it like i don't i I, we see in the museum i'm like i it's you ugly. <laughs> you saw people cry when they look at it. I don't understand. I'm uh-huh. like, what are you? I don't get that. Are you crying because you didn't blink? Like, why? Would, I don't see any. I don't know any other reason as to why he would cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Me abstract too. art. It's just not my thing. So. Me too. Anyway, anyways, okie dokie. 
uh well thanks for tuning in to this week's pod we'll be back next week with another episode but if you want to see more of us until then make sure to check out our social medias where you can find fun posts and watch highlight clips from each episode you can catch us on instagram at wallflower.podcast without the s tiktok at wallflowers.podcast with the s twitter at wallyflowers and youtube at wallflowers podcast reach out to us and share your questions and thoughts we want to hear from you don't forget to come back next week See you later. Bye. Bye. Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> oh my god. No. I don't have a good comeback for this. <laughs> go, go. Go, go. <laughs> what was she saying? Did she have pierogi? Oh.